You're listening to Podcateers. Welcome to episode 479 of Podcateers. This week, California gets a hurricane. Halloween merch is in full swing. We have new auctions to benefit the Children's Hospital of Orange County, courtesy of some of our friends on the FGP squad. We play another round of the Shop Disney game, International Edition. Kylo Ren loves to dance. A new Jedi joins Galaxy's Edge. The voice of Mario steps down. And we wrap things up with our history segment, Great Moments with Mr. Andrew, talking about 1989 and 1990. If you're listening to this episode on release week, remember that we have some auctions going on through Instagram and all money raised will help the Children's Hospital of Orange County, also known as Chalk. Our goal is to raise $500 before the end of the month, and you can help us get there with a small donation or maybe even by joining the team and helping us raise money. For more information, you can go to TeamBoatWilly.com. It's just like Steamboat Willie, but without the S. Or you can go to chalkwalk.org slash teamboatwilly. Just know that every little bit helps and anything that you can give is greatly appreciated. We'd love for you to join the conversation on our social networks, including Instagram and Facebook, but we invite you to join us on Discord. Joining the community is super simple. Just head over to podcateers.com slash links and click on the Discord button to join our community. A very special thank you goes out to an awesome group of people known as the FGP Squad, our podcast, Fairy Godparents, because it's their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcateers possible. As part of the FGP Squad family, you get some additional perks like exclusive discount codes for Podcateers gear, additional content that we've uploaded to Patreon, access to our happy hour calls when we get an opportunity to do those, and more. So for more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, we invite you to check out podcateers.com slash FGP. And as always, a super special thank you goes out to the FGP Squad for their continued support. So that's going to round out the intro. It's time to jump into the podcast. If this is your first time hanging out with us, we just want to say welcome. We hope that you enjoy the episode and that you come back for more. And of course, if you've been hanging with us for a while now, welcome back, friends. Here is episode 479 of Podcateers. A twister. Oh wait, wrong, wrong natural disaster. I thought this was like winds from the east. There's a, some Mary Poppins. Oh, we could have done that. Oh, that would have been a better or, reference. Damn or it. it's like the in the in Haunted Mansion where it's like. Oh yeah, it's like the, the, the wind, wind to the music. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, 
Bravo. Wet hinges creak in doorless chambers. I just want to see if you're able to mix those two so they sound okay together. We're going to see. Oh, man. It's supposed to be going like into the microphone. Hopefully it sounds okay. You know what? If it works, it works. And if it doesn't, it didn't. It's going to stay in. That's fine. It's okay. (laughs) Hey, crazy weather. Crazy, crazy weather. Uh, It's been... I want to say they said it was something like 80 years when it last happened, but California saw a hurricane this last week. We were concerned because we didn't know how things were going to go. Uh, There were, you know, the two camps of people, obviously the ones, I mean, I think there were multiple camps of people. There were some people that were over preparing uh, there were some people that were trying to get yeah, as prepared as possible. And then there were the people that were just absolutely making fun of it because that's what people do. And I guess if, you, if you're if you in an area where the hurricane turned into just uh, a tropical storm, because over time it kind of moved, it went in a different direction, it got downgraded from a Category 4 to a Category 2, And then it was just heavy winds, heavy rain in certain areas. There were certain areas in California where there was massive flooding. California is just not built for something like this. Like we don't, we're not built Mm. to get this much rain. So it did cause a lot of issues. So the people that were able to over prepare that are in those areas are thankful that they prepared because you know they're they're without power. They are without stores. They are without electricity. Uh, or I said power. Electricity is the same thing. Uh, but you know, in certain places, they can't even get food. They can't. They don't have wa- like access to clean water. So, in those areas, I'm sure that those people are thankful that they prepared. Uh, but you know, it's true. It didn't hit some areas of California as hard as we thought it was going to. It did hit Disneyland. Uh, I I can't vouch for how hard it hit Disneyland. I know that there were spurts throughout the day where it was harder rain, less rain. Uh, Proximity-wise, you're the closest, Mel. What was the weather like over the course of that or those two days? Uh, Pretty much waves, just like you described it. We were following, you know, the the storm tracker and all that stuff. So we were like, okay, when is this going to hit? We've been in a situation where the electricity did go off. So we're like, you know what? Let's let's plan this out. Let's see how it is. And yes, what was supposed to happen happened. Like we got this the wind and as the wind would like pick up, that's when the rain would actually pick up and start pouring a little bit more. But it was weird because at one point it stopped and it got warm. I don't know like if that's normal. I mean, again, we've never lived through this, nor we prepare for this. We don't get hurricanes. We just don't. So it's, yeah, it was crazy. But I want to say at one point it did pick up again, and then it just kept going from there. I do not know how anybody wanted to go to Disneyland (laughs) when it's a hurricane and you get all these, like, Hey, warnings, warnings, all this stuff. I mean, you know what? You do you, but I don't know. I kind of would want to stay in. Just saying. And you know, it's funny. uh, When they were talking about the most rain falling, 
mm-hmm. is right when the chalk walk was going to start. Yeah. And so I know that they were monitoring it really closely because at one point around five or six o'clock in the morning, it was supposed to be like massive hurricane winds and, and rain and everything. Mm-hmm. But by that morning, it had already been downgraded. So it was no longer cat four by the like by the time that the chalk walk was starting. So I think they were banking on something like that happening. Uh, I can imagine that having, you know, closing out an event or trying to shift it that close to launch date mm-hmm. would be a massive nightmare. So I think it was easier for them to say, let's just go through with it regardless of what's happening. I mean, if people fly away with some strong gusts of oh, wind, then, you that's know, right. that's on them for carrying banners, I, I guess. Yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> thankfully, I think it was light enough that, you know, people were able to do the walk and everything. We were not there for the walk. We're still raising money for chalk. We're still trying to help the kids. Mm-hmm. We'll be talking about the auctions a little bit later in the episode. But yeah, it was just funny to see. Uh, there's a lot of people posting and live streaming from the parks because, I mean, they were empty, right? A lot of people oh, wanted of to course. go home and they were concerned about what was happening. There was a lot of damage, you know, to a lot of like coastal areas. San Diego got hit really hard. Yeah. And at one point, they're like, brace yourself. There's a tornado forming. And we're like, oh, okay. Well, that's hurricane and a tornado. Dude, and then right? that's all going on. <laughs> and they're like, boom, let me show you how it's done. Florida earthquake time. So oh, <laughs> hurricane, tornado, earthquake all at once. And uh, it was just super crazy so we give florida the hatbox ghost they thank us with a hurricane thanks right? florida. thanks <laughs> dude can i tell you th- my experience our experience with the earthquake <laughs> just okay so this is probably the two minutes before it happens so within a minute we're watching tv and then we notice the flickering and we're like oh no this is happening crap and all of a sudden another minute flicker room no lights right and so we're like oh man okay we're just gonna have to sit it out and then all of a sudden right after that we move and then me and my husband look at each other and we're like do you really feel that and then all of a sudden all these notifications so it was like boom 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 like first stuff that happened and I'm like, okay, th- this is a first. Sure, yeah. We could do anything at this point now. <laughs> Wait, so you when you lost power, it was right before you felt the earthquake? Yeah. Got it, okay. Oh, man, yeah. When the earthquake hit, I got an alert on my phone saying an earthquake just happened in Ojai. It was 5.5, mm-hmm. and... Usually it takes about 30 seconds. Like I usually get them 30 seconds before I feel anything. If I feel it, if it's close enough, right? 50 miles is close enough that I knew we were going to feel it. And it was in some places it looked like it jolted because I saw videos like on Instagram and TikTok where people were just posting just stuff basically jumping off of shelves and stuff because it was more of a jolt in some areas. For us, it felt more like a wave, like a really slow rocking wave and it wasn't strong for me to be like oh you know we gotta 
you know, take shelter or anything like that. Right. But I knew that it was happening because we have hanging lights and they were swaying back and forth. Uh-huh. And that's kind of like how I verify if I'm just, you know, if I need to eat something or if something <laughs> else is going on. Right. right. <laughs> like if the light, if the lamps are swaying, it's not me, essentially. <laughs> uh, so that lasted a few seconds. Right around that time, I remember there was this portion of time where it got like, you know how you said it got hot all of a sudden, like yeah. the rain stopped and it got hot all of a sudden. It not only got hot, but it got nasty humid, mm-hmm. like super, yeah. super nasty humid, like so much so that like my hair was starting to puff up and it looked like a Chia pet revolting. <laughs> right. And so Fun times. <laughs> I, I didn't know what to do at that point. Like I'm, I'm thinking like, should I like, shower should i like go douse myself with the water hose or something and stand outside because i knew i was going to dry up in two minutes because it was so hot and nasty Uh Uh, but i i just opted to sit it out in front of a fan and just hoped that we wouldn't lose power in the interim because it was not great it felt pretty nasty it was (laughs) thanks florida (laughs) (laughs) Hey, did you use that Spirit Halloween coupon that we found on Instagram? Like 50% off something? Buy one, get one 50% off. I sure did. I went to Spirit Halloween this weekend, uh, August 22nd, the day of our Lord, or however you want to say that. (laughs) Uh, A month and change before, or over two two months before Halloween. Uh, I did buy some Haunted Mansion things. I only bought two things. There's three things I wanted, but the coupon was... Uh, buy one get one fifty percent off. So I had to decide on sir, two, and then I'm gonna go sir, back. I'm gonna go back. Sir, I was what? gonna sir, say if you needed a fourth item, I'm right here I'm, to Venmo. I'm you. gonna go back. <laughs> I might go tomorrow after I go to get the smog check. So I'll text you what they have okay. if I go tomorrow. But <laughs> my purchases are this lovely portrait oh, here that's nice. so cool so it's a nice the frame hallway. I'll do, yeah the yeah. hallway portrait they had two of these the other one is the other thing i was considering getting but it's a little more expensive um it's one of the hallway portraits the other one that they have is the it's like it kind of looks like the hat box ghost but he has a crown on i don't know if you remember oh, that ghost but yeah that's the other one that they have so this one this was 17.99 um, i think this is what i got the half off on because the other thing was a little more expensive, but yeah, it's like a, a canvasy kind of, uh, print of one of the ghosts in the hallway. I hope, you know, whoever's doing the spirit Halloween collection for the haunted, haunted mansion spirit Halloween collection is, uh, getting some deep cuts, which is nice. I hope that they yeah. continue with these portrait things because there's like eight or nine different ones of at least of these. Cause there's like, really, it, of uh you know in the haunted mansion anyway they only have two right now at spirit halloween oh i thought you said yeah. Spirit halloween had no like eight of them. i i'm hoping okay, that okay. they continue this every year of like coming out with one or two of these because there's like there's like the guy that has like mouth all the way open and like with the like the fabric like tying his mouth yeah. up kind of thing there's just like a hat box ghost looking guy gent like with that top hat uh well, there's a couple other ones and like I hope they come out with that tomb sweet tomb cross stitch thing. I've always liked that, and that's I don't think nice I've seen too. That. Yeah, yeah, dude. And, if they ever release a Hatchet Man portrait, I'm yeah. all yeah. over that thing. 
<laughs> and then my other por- my other purchase is to match <gasps> what I bought last year. So <laughs> this awesome. is the lady bust to go with my gentleman bust. The you know the bust you see at the end of the hallway. That's so, cool. She's so happy. She was forty two ninety nine. Not bad. Um, I think the other guy was thirty nine ninety nine last year. Um, but yes, now I have the pair. Nice. Um, very hold, hold happy her up, with hold her this. Up, hold, hold her up. Hold her up. Hold her up. She's following me. So he's in his going side to side. <laughs> Just like in the it hallway is. when you see, think <laughs> it's when you me. see it. Ah, like she really looking is following you. me now. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, she's pretty big. I mean, I like, you know, it's not this yeah, big in my head. Yeah, that's a decent size. It is. Yes, they match. Where's my other guy? Oh, he's way at the top of the shelf. I'm not going to get him. But yeah, these are great. Um, I'm very happy with the purchase. The sculpt is really nice on them. So yeah, if you can get your hands on the bust. They had on spirit.com, I think you can get both of these, both the busts right now. Um, the portraits, the the one I have and the king one are sold out on the Spirit website. Um, I was just looking at them. <laughs> but, you know, that doesn't mean they're sold out in person. True. Um, or so are they, they really sold out, but they're just saying they're sold out to hold on to them? Maybe. I don't know. I don't think Spirit ha- is in the game of uh, holding on to things. From that's what that's I true. Um, they're not Disneyland. But, yes, they are not Disneyland. <laughs> So, I mean, there's, you know, the the plaque is back this year. I know Hazen missed out on the plaque last year, but the plaque is yeah. back, the Haunted Mansion plaque. Nice. The, the Bat Stanchion hanger is back. A lot of the stuff from last year is back. Yeah. So the new things are the bust, these two portraits. Um, there's a very cool, I didn't get it because it's I, not my style, but a it's a lantern a snow globe. And inside the lantern is the the groundskeeper oh. guy from the graveyard with the yeah. dog um, so holding the lantern. But it's kind of like a cartoony version of him. So it's like a lantern snow globe thing. That's kind of cool. Um, there's also these, it's called uh, side steppers. They, there's, these are oh, like the hitchhiking big, ghosts? Yeah, there's the hitchhiking ghost side yeah, steppers. Yeah. They're like little animated things that woggle around. Woggle, I came up with that word, I guess. <laughs> um, and I think that's... Oh, there's also this weird thing. I don't understand how this is the Haunted Mansion, but there's like this skull that is like engraved and stuff. Other than saying it says the Haunted Mansion I, on like the top of the skull. I'm not sure what it really has to do with the Haunted Mansion. It's a skull. It's a skull and it's got this like eyeball and it says Haunted Mansion. I don't yeah. know. Somebody, somebody came up with an idea and ran with it i guess but yeah there's a couple new things this year a lot of repeats of the of last year you know stuff that sold well they have a um light up door knocker uh that is you know that's the plaque um i think i saw some socks in person there might have been some haunted mansion socks you can never go wrong with socks yeah so they have the the last year they didn't have a ton of these there's a it's a square lantern, and on each face is the stretching room portrait. At least in it, they're like a cartoony style of the stretching room portrait, and so it was a very nice quality. It's just again, there's some I have to like pace myself when I buy this stuff because I'm gonna run out of room <laughs> and money. Mm-hmm. So and money. You know, if if yeah. everything's forty dollars, I don't want to be buying everything. So I'm. Uh, 
You know, I haven't even been to Lowe's yet. They're probably all sold out already, and it's not even September. You know what? Uh, the the uh, dish towels that they have. Mm-hmm. It one. It looks like a pale version of the wallpaper, and then the other one's just like all black. It's got like the the bat on it, the bat stanchion, I think, or is it the yeah? It just says haunted mansion. It's just not yeah. even anything. It's just like a squirrely swirl. I swear, dude, if those are long enough, I would even wear those as like a, a scarf almost. It like does kind of look like a scarf that doesn't go it... around. Yeah, that doesn't go around your neck. It just kind of hangs over your shoulders, just like a decorative cool. half scarf. It's like I don't. It's like uh, like Steven Tyler or something. Kind of just wears like yeah. flowy <laughs> scarves. I bet you you yeah, could get like somebody it. if you buy two of them and sew them together if they're not long enough. That's true. I mean, if you the... show if you sew them together where it ends up behind your head, it's not like anybody exactly. can tell, right? Exactly. Hmm. They kind of look like the Pope, but the haunted mansion Pope. Hmm. Haunted Mansion Pope, you the say? The Haunted Mansion Pope. That's hey, that's a new idea. Let's write that. Let's write that movie, Haunted Mansion Pope. <laughs> Coming to theaters twenty twenty five. Jesus Cristo. I don't know. The Pope oh, speaks Italian. I, I think the Pope speaks Italian, right? I don't know. I don't uh, know. Latin. <laughs> Latin. Uh, no, I think, there you I go. Know. I don't know. Where's the Pope from? Google. I don't know. Where is the Pope from? Is it Vatican City? Argentina is where this current pope well, was born. There Vatican you go. City is where the pope lives. That's true. And that's near <laughs> Italy, I'm pretty sure. Or, yeah, there you go. Yeah. I hope he speaks Italian. But the pope is <laughs> from Argentina. Otherwise, pope? he's not going to be Wait. able to know how to order food or where the bathroom is. Wait, is this the current pope? I don't know. Yes. The pope. Well, pope Francis. Tomorrow, when you go back to Spirit Halloween... Uh-huh. If you go back, uh-huh. let me know because yes. I want the the um, plaque. The plaque. Yeah. Yes. I blanked out hard right there. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I want the plaque. I I super regret it last year. You're not getting it, but I need it for my decor. We'll get you the Dec- plaque. No worries. Decor. I know. We're going to open a tab with you. <laughs> Seriously. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, hey, speaking of purchasing things, we got some auctions coming up. Yeah. Ooh. We just wrapped up one. We had the auction of the Disney Home Essentials. Half of the stuff in there, Mel did not let me keep. She said that we had to actually auction it off. Fine. Yep. It went to a good cause. We want to say thank you to FGP Squad member Heather. She was the final bid on that product. So thank you so much. Uh, And also double shout out and thank you to Heather because we have a couple of more surprise auctions that are going to be happening because of Heather's generosity. And I'm like, there is a part of me that it hurts on one of these, I'm going to tell you. So here's what's happening. We got three auctions coming up. I'm going to announce them here. You're going to see them on Instagram. We're going to post them on pretty much everywhere. But, you know, by the end of the month, we're trying to raise $500. And we have three auction items that are going to be coming up over the next week. One of them is donated by our friends Jason and Julie over in Florida. They're going to be donating one of the figment popcorn buckets for us to auction off so if you ever wanted the figment popcorn bucket but didn't want to pay two hundred dollars on ebay for it you could pay something for it now 
But that money also goes to helping the kids. It goes to helping the children. Not some greedy scalper. Uh, you get to help. Maybe kids you with do want to spend two hundred dollars, but the dollars go yeah, to a good cause. Maybe, but it goes to helping the kids this time. So yep. that's coming up. Now the other things that we're going to be auctioning off again, courtesy of Heather. Thank you so much. We have a Jose Tiki mug. This was one of the limited releases that recently happened at Trader Sam. Lines for hours, and she got one. She gave us one of these tiki mugs to auction off. I'm so excited. The next item she donated for us to auction off is the one that hurts the most because it's so close to me, yet so far away. Literally. (laughs) So far away. And what hurts is that I feel like I can't even bid on it because like it's our auction like it would be kind of weird for me to bid on our own auction but <sighs> she donated a hatbox ghost tiki mug she spent hours yep. in line got the hatbox ghost <laughs> That's tiki mug amazing she donated it so that we can auction it off for the kids i mean i i can't even begin to express how thankful we are to heather for donating these items for us to auction off so By the time that this episode launches, you may have already seen the post on Instagram. We're going to have a little schedule. This Friday, we're going to have one auction. Then next Tuesday, I believe, we're going to have the next auction. And then the Thursday after next week, or uh, like two days after Thursday of next week, we're going to have the third auction. So keep an eye out for those figment popcorn bucket jose tiki mug and hatbox ghost tiki mug all coming at you man such great things to to bid on i don't know i'm telling you it uh, ah 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 i want to start another instagram account and bid on it as not hazen say this this account is like not hazen No, all right. That's what I'm going to call it. It's not not Hazen. At not (laughs) Hazen. That is exactly what I'm going to call it. Not Hazen. This is not Hazen from (laughs) Podcateers. It's going to be the at on that one. Yes. (laughs) Uh, All right. So uh, those are coming up. Keep an eye out. We'll post them everywhere again. And uh, also, we're going to pick a day. I, I, I don't want to overlap everything, so we're giving between the auctions a couple of days. Uh, I have to uh, go back in and double-check what the last day they're going to be accepting donations for Chalk Walk is going to be. But we I still want to have the day where we offer the enamel pins or the remainder of the enamel pins. Last year, we made our very first enamel pin. It was a limited edition Team Boat Willie pin that was gold and black. The idea was that for every pin that we sold, we would donate $5. There were some days that we donated $6. So this year, we're going to have a 24-hour sale. We'll see how it goes. Maybe 48 hours. I don't know. However whimsical I'm feeling that day. But I know I'm going to announce it. There's going to be one day where every pin purchase, we're going to donate $10 for every pin that we sell. There's not a lot left. Uh, I counted them, and we have maybe about a quarter of, of the whole stock left of those. So those are going fast. The next pin that we make 
will probably be a standard Team Boat Willy pin that we'll still use for fundraising or we'll give it out as prizes or as an incentive for donating for future fundraising events that we do. But this limited edition pin, we've decided we are never going to make a black and gold Team Boat Willy pin again. If you got one of these 100, then you have a collector's edition version of the pin. Uh, it's kind of cool because it also has Podketeers stamped on the back of it. I thought that was a super cool touch. Uh, and it's a, it's a double pin. It's not a single pin so that it holds better when you have it attached. It is a double pin. So uh, if you have any questions, please feel free to send us a message. Happy to answer any questions that you might have. If you just want to purchase one of the pins, you can go to teamboatwilly.com. But if you want to uh, wait for the day that we have the sale, then just keep an eye out on Instagram. You know, Follow us on our socials so that you're aware of the day that we're going to be making that happen. Uh, also, since we're doing shout-outs, speaking of FGP Squad, I just want to send a huge shout-out to all of the members of the FGP Squad because it is their support via Patreon that help make these episodes of Podcateers happen. Uh, if you want more information on how you can become part of the FGP Squad family, you can head over to podcateers.com slash FGP for more information. There you'll find a list of some of our top contributors, a link to our Patreon, a little bit about what the FGP Squad is all about. But being a part of the FGP Squad family gets you some additional perks. You get uh, random giveaways. You get uh, first crack at test products that we do, discount codes for new products that we launch, access to our happy hour calls when we get an opportunity to do those, uh, access to additional content that we've uploaded to Patreon, a special section of Discord, and more. So again, any questions, please feel free to reach out. But of course, to all of the members of the FGP squad, we just want to send a huge thank you for your continued support. Man, all this shopping has me... Andrew, do you have a Shop Disney game ready? I feel like... All this shop talk, like I want to play a shop Disney game. I ha- always have a shop Disney game ready. Yes. I'm always on there going through. Can we I do actually shop have. Game? Yes, I actually have. We're gonna do shop Disney International. So I, oh. I was the other day. I was on the uh, Japanese shop Disney website. So I've got hmm, maybe eight to ten. Uh, things we can uh, do here. So if you haven't played the Shop Disney game before, I'm going to give a description of a item listed on Shop Disney, or in this case, uh, Shop Disney Japan. And Hazen and Melissa are going to try and guess what character this is branded with. Um, a character, property, attraction, etc. I'll, gi- I'll give a you know indicator of that. So we will start out with... Hatbox Ghost. <laughs> No, <laughs> this is, they're it. called seasoning bottles, but they are ketchup and mustard bottles, uh, plastic ketchup and mustard bottles. One says tomato boop, ketchup, boop, boop. one says mustard. Yes. Ratatouille. No. Oh, <laughs> this item. Here's a description. The item which featured the theme. Uh, this is translated uh, from Japanese, so it might get a little weird. From the American diner of the 1950s. The point is the playful and naughty character of the art bottle. Not only tomato ketchup and mustard design on label, but also soy sauce, vinegar dressing, and honey are good. If uh, you add anything s- other than ketchup or I mustard, guess? you will probably... Uh, uh, before you guess, yes. before you guess I have uh-huh. a quick question. Did you just call the ketchup bottle naughty? 
That's what it says. The point is the playful and naughty character art of oh, the bottle. Naughty. So the That's characters why are being I'm like the, ding ding. <laughs> all right, go ahead, Melissa. I'm gonna guess Jessica Rabbit. It is not Jessica oh, Rabbit. Oh, good, me. good answer though. <laughs> That's that. That's I mean, uh, that would have been a saucy she's, answer. That's she's not bad. Right. She's just drawn that way. Um, <laughs> let's see what else. The Muppets. It is not the Muppets. The price is one thousand four hundred and thirty <gasps> yen. Oh, I don't yeah, know yeah. how that. I don't know how that translates. It's. Pro- I think that's like six, seven dollars. Like Ten dollars. <laughs> yeah, it might yeah. be fifteen dollars. I don't know. You- Ketchup and mustard <laughs> bottles. Um, what can I tell you? These characters. I don't know why they're associated with this. This is a uh, the re- only reason I know that they're associated with this is because there's a, it seems like there's a, a line of diner pieces that are all characters from this franchise. Uh, so this is a Pixar franchise. I'll start giving you hints. Oh, um, I was going to say Duffy and Shelley May. Okay, it's Pixar, not Duffy. Right. Pixar. So Hector. Character. Hector. No. Damn it. To uh, lightning. It's stickers and Sally. It's not stickers and Sally. Who, Damn it! Who's naughty, um, yeah, who's who's naughty? Maybe a little mischievous. What do you mean, Lightning McQueen isn't naughty and mischievous? Haven't you heard him like say, "Gotcha"? <laughs> uh, there are m- many, many, many characters that look alike. Minions. Yeah, but the but the Pixar. Aliens. Little green aliens. Yes. The little green men slash alien seasoning bottle from the Toy Story Diner line on oh. Shop Disney Japan. So there's what? a um, three though. aliens <laughs> holding a hot dog, and then there's another three aliens on a hamburger that kind of looks like the paddy wagon from SpongeBob, if you know what that is. It's got like pickle okay. wheels. Okay. Um, so Definitely that's, naughty, I guess. They're being naughty. So. Um, <laughs> Here's the next My one. My went the other food. way. <laughs> <laughs> people's food, yeah. I, I like guess. Jessica Rabbit. That would have been a yes. great answer. All right. Uh, yeah. All right, here's our next one. This is a tissue box cover. Hatbox Ghost. toy style. So this is a plush. It's not the Hatbox Ghost. This is a plush uh, cover for a tissue box. Uh, what is our description here? Duffy. A tissue, let's see. A unique character has become a tissue box cover as it is. Also pay attention to the humorous expression. With a presence Sully? and cuteness like a stuffed animal, it will like, <laughs> accent your room. Dr. Um, Teeth. I left is not Dr. Teeth, it's not Sully. <laughs> what can I tell you about this? Uh Animal. It's not any Muppet. Oh. Um Is it a Muppet? It is not a Muppet either. Okay. It is not Cormit. Um, ah! That's that's a pretty good Fozzie Bear. If that's a, <laughs> that going for Cormit. <laughs> um, what can I tell you about this? This movie, animated movie, Walt Disney Pictures, Atlantis. No, uh, older. Um, oh. Herbie the Love the- Bug. This character is a very, very, Harvey the Love Bug's not an animated character. That's a plush. Um, uh, Very minor character. Oh, um, jeez. But a distinct character. What can I give you a hint on without giving it away too much? I don't know. Book by Lewis Carroll. Uh, That that gives it away, at least what film it is. Um, Winnie the Pooh? Melissa got the book. 
Oh. Oh, that not that's the one. Alice. That's not A.A. Milne. <laughs> yes. So Cheshire Cat? Uh, okay. It's not the Cheshire sleep. Cat. Oh, a very, very <laughs> minor character. No, very more minor than the Caterpillar. The teacup. The mole no. rats. No. Okay. Uh, this is a piece of hardware that is a character. I guess you call the it doorknob. I, the doorknob. The doorknob. This that. is doorknob <laughs> tissue box cover stuffed oh, toy. Oh, wait, for reals? Oh, it yes, is. Yes, it is the doorknob. <gasps> So here's the doorknob. Oh. The tissues come out the doorknob's mouth. That's Funny. cute. <laughs> it actually um, looks kind of cool. They oh. have a whole line of these tissue box covers. I don't remember all the rest of them, but I just picked the funniest one. Um, a character cool. that appears in Alice in Wonderland, a tissue box cover of a doorknob is now available. Uh, this is on sale, 50% off, 2,200 yen. It's less than the, uh, oh no, it's a little bit more than the ketchup and mustard bottle. 2200 yen is $15. 15 bucks. That's 50% off. It was 4400 yen. That's tax included. I like tax included. Not bad. All right, I we're just going to Yeah. yeah. A, they have a bunch of different characters on there. Uh they have so much stuff on the Japanese Shop Disney store. All right, here is a adhesive cleaner with case. Hatbox Ghost. It yes, it's the Hatbox no. <laughs> yes. It is um, let's see. A mini sized adhesive cleaner that can be quickly used for cleaning and dust removal. Uh eighty millimeters come with stand type case. Um I want it's to like see Cinderella, that's horrible. So it's it's a it's a lit roller. <laughs> that would be horrible. Is a, <laughs> We're tired. This is a lit roller. Cinderella, that would yes. be a cruel joke. Um <laughs> Uh, so yeah, the lint roller with a little stand, and the character is on the stand. There's a little thing written on here, but I can't read it because it'll give it away. Um, it's the white rabbit. The case is yellow. It has a black handle. Twenty three nineteen. Pikachu. Yes, it's, it's not. Pi- yes, on the shop to see. It's Pikachu. We got Pikachu. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't put it past him. Um, what else can I tell you about this? Um, Hazen mentioned this author earlier. Winnie the Pooh. It is Winnie the Pooh. This is a Ow. Winnie the Winnie the Pooh um lint roller. So with the Aww. little stand. So there's the Winnie the Pooh lint roller. On it it says, "Honey heaven, time for a little smack roll. There's no such thing as too much honey. Happy thoughts." And then it has a little picture of Winnie the Pooh. And then it says, based on Winnie the Pooh by the works of A.A. Mill and E.A. Shepard. 3,000 yen. Uh, 1,430 yen for that. Okay. All so right. about the same All price right. as the- right. $12 um, or so. Yeah. All right. Here we go. Edison's Chopsticks. These are uh, like, they seem to hat be learning. Hatbox Ghost. Learning chopsticks. I'm just going to ignore the Hatbox Ghost, I guess. Um, watch going. one of these times. It's going to be the Hatbox Ghost. They don't have the Hatbox Ghost And you're going to be happy Japan. I yelled it out. That is but, true. hey, merch, baby. Merch. Yeah. Uh, so these are chopsticks. They look to be learning chopsticks. So they have like a little like thingy that connects both sides. And they have like finger yes. rests on them. What else can I tell you about these? Dine with Disney characters. Edison chopsticks that can be used immediately and correctly. Just put your finger in the ring that supports the way you hold the chopsticks. 
and you can use the chopsticks correctly immediately. Easy grip with stop processing. I don't know what that means. It is not ratatouille. The the chopsticks are white, and then the little holder thing is blue. There are three character. There are three characters from a Walt Disney feature animation film. Um, No, these are. Two of the characters are related, but one of the characters is just tangentially related, not blood related. I don't think this character has any blood. I don't know if this is helping or hurting. Uh, Two characters that have blood. One character does not have blood. Uh, There is a phrase written on here that I'm going to try to avoid reading (laughs) until uh, uh, it's not Big Hero 6. Damn it. No, the phrase. I'll just read it now. The phrase says forever sisters oh frozen it is frozen it is anna elsa and olaf on chopsticks. oh good guess so Ooh. yes one two characters have blood one does not that's how you describe frozen <laughs> right <laughs> the thing we know about olaf is he doesn't have blood Fact. <laughs> that is sisters <laughs> My brain broke, dude. You said sisters. I'm like the Sanderson sisters. There's three, I but they're all related. Too. It's not. But which one of them doesn't have sense. blood? <laughs> yeah, which one doesn't have blood? Uh, those are 1,210 yen. Um, I like those, by the way. The ones that have it set up so that you don't have to work too hard. Right. Yeah. All right. Like here those. we go. This is a 150 wide or centimeter wide TV stand. It is 78,000 yen. The point is the glass surface of the TV board and the blankety blank thing I can't read on the rack with a motif of character. Natural wood with a high design reminiscent of a place that is related to character is also fashionable. Why don't you make your Mm -hmm, room classy mm -hmm, with mm -hmm. two question marks? Mm-hmm. And then character in the specification. They see Hatbox Ghost Classy. TV stand. Classy, fashionable, ha-ha, glass. <laughs> and then the the TV stand also has a plaque on it that says, courtesy of, and then the character's name and a picture of the character. So it's like this character oh. gifted Woody. you a TV stand. Melissa, it is not Sheriff Woody. The it's like wood and then the design it has black and then the design on it is like white liney kind of looking Mickey? It is not Pinocchio, it's not Mickey. I've I don't really choose Mickey just as a like thing to help you in the future is Mickey is like the boat the thing that is on ninety percent of everything. So I try yeah, to not choose true. Mickey. <laughs> hey, sidebar for a second. Uh huh. Yeah. Sidebar for a second. How awesome would it be if you had like an entertainment center where your T like it's shaped like Monstro's head and your TV's like uh-huh. inside his mouth. It's, it's like, just like Monstro. It like opens it up and then there's the yeah, TV and it how closes. How awesome would no, that be? thank you. That'd be pretty cool. You don't want a big whale <laughs> in your cool. in your house? Nope. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so we got a TV stand. Um, I'll give you more hints. I'll read. Um, Natural wood high design reminiscent of Brooklyn is also fashionable. Miles Morales. Uh, warm. Spider-Man. It is Spider-Man. This is the Spider-Man TV stand. It is nice. Very, it is vaguely Spider-Man, so it is a wood TV stand. It has like a spider web on the front. 
And oh then, yeah, Miles is still Sony. He, he hasn't crossed into the MCU, huh? And so then this, yeah. and then it has a plaque that says "Courtesy of your friendly neighborhood Spider-Man" on the oh. front of it. So <laughs> you get a, that's like Spider-Man gifted you a TV stand. Um, they I, also have like a little side hutch that you can also get for it. Seventy-eight thousand yen. The side hutch is from Spider Ham. Spider Ham. <laughs> um. Here's one that I think we have here, uh, but it's branded different over there than it is here. Have so this is, this is a part of the Disney 100 collection. Uh, it is a humidifier, according to this post. Oh. Disney's 100th, 100th anniversary celebration goods, introducing a USB-powered humidifier with a motif of character. Recreate the thrilling scenes of this character, um, a character from a series of 26 short films produced by Walt Disney. Although it looks like an object, it is also practical. Not only does it have humidifying function, but you can also enjoy the scent of your own aroma oil. The steamboat. It is not a steamboat. No. How is it not oh. Monstro? It is not. Mo- well, Monstro <laughs> did, was not in 26 oh, shorts. Sidebar oh, exactly. again. Uh-oh. Imagine you had like one of those little oil burners shaped like the caterpillar from Alice, and the puff comes oh, out yeah. of his mouth. How? Come on now, Disney. Right? If you're listening, listen, listen. You got to make that one happen. All right, back to the game. Sorry, <laughs> I'm just feeding uh, Disney ideas here for the next yes. wave of Shop Disney merchandise. Shop Disney merchandise. Yes. Yeah, so. Uh, Humidifier uh, as part of the Shop Disney, or I mean the Disney 100 collection. You might have seen this uh, in the American Disney store as well. It's just labeled a little different. Um, The character, uh, what can I say, is in a car, and the humidifier comes out of like the radiator part of the car. It's Um, goofy. Oh, yeah. It is not goofy. Nothing Um, can stop us now. The seat is red. Oh, you said it's Uh, not Mickey. You don't choose Mickey. It's not Mickey. I don't choose Mickey. Toontown Spin. Um, it's Roger. To, it's Rod. No, it is not Roger Rabbit. I wish I would own this if it was Roger Rabbit. <laughs> um, on Autopia um, car, those the, have tons uh, of smoke. Yes, because oh, the, Auto- yes. the Autopia had twenty six short films produced by Walt Disney. Yep, twenty six short did. films. You don't know. Produced by the Walt Disney. Films of Autopia cars. This character has little blue shorts. Oh, Oswald. Yes, it's Oswald the Lucky Rabbit huh. Humidifier Disney 100 Oswald wait, the Lucky wait. Rabbit Collection. Where, where does the Steve come from? It kept, so it's in a car. So he's in a car. Oh, okay, 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 okay. And the steam comes out of the radiator. No, it doesn't Good. like come out of his ears or his I, butt or anything. Like, I, I yes, I had to ask. I'm so sorry. If it was a, ro- you know, they should have a Roger Rabbit humidifier where the steam comes out of his ears, like in the movie. Yeah. That's a thing I can get behind. That All right, cool. here we go. We got two All more right. from Japan here. Uh, this right. is a face steamer health and beauty tool. Uh, face steamer health and beauty tool. Uh, 16,940 yen. Aesthetic experience easily at home design is now available at the Inage Face Steamer, a face steamer suitable for the care of the entire face. Continuous jets of steam that penetrate to the, I don't know what, the Stantrum Cornenum. That must be a skin thing. I don't know. Anybody oh. know what the Stan, 
strantum corn. I can't read. I'm a big dummy. Anyway, to no replenish the moisture in I'm your there skin. With you. After using the steam, you can keep your skin moisturized by applying your usual basic cosmetics, such as lotion or milky lotion. You can also use it with your own <laughs> cleansing agent for deep cleansing. The pores are opened and the foundation and sebum stains can be thoroughly removed. I don't know. Maybe this is just that translated weird. The mirror with LED light can be used for both closed and open. It's convenient because the light turns on on both sides. It can also be used as a desk mirror when the steamer is not in use. Uh, so it's a face steamer uh, with a character on it. I want to laugh because all I could think of is Mother Gothel. It is not Mother Gothel. I know. My mind is you, like You're wrongly. in the right kind of general, jet, very general area. You're kind of in the right, poking around in the right, oh. very. The, so I, it's a tangled property? It is not a tangled property. Like the most generalized general. You're in the right studio. Okay. Wow. And the right- genre i i don't have i don't have much more to give you it's white uh there's a silhouette of a character the character is blue uh there are some sparkles sully next to the character yes it's sully uh sullenberger from the movie uh sully that's right not monsters inc sully it's the captain from oh madam Cap- mim as a dragon was purple yes uh-huh. madam mim skin routine <laughs> Well, there's like uh, that. There's like the dragon Madam Mim, or the like young Madam Mim, or the oh, that was magic though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, oh, uh, what can wait. I tell you? Okay, go I'm ahead. I'm gonna guess Cruella. Is not Cruella. Okay. You're getting okay. farther away with Just the Cruella think. guess. <laughs> Moana. I know I'm not. It is. You're getting closer with Moana, but it's not Moana. Maui. Think. <laughs> More, yes, it's Maui, the Maui mirror. Think more. Check out my skin routine. You're welcome. Right? (laughs) Think more basic, I guess, is the only thing I can think of. Oh, what can I give you a hint? Blue. The character is blue because the character wears a blue dress at one point in the film. Uh, Character is. It is Cinderella. I was going to say the character is not good at keeping their footwear on their feet. Uh, Yes, it is the Cinderella. What is this called again? Face Steamer Health and Beauty Tool. So there you go. Here's our last one. We're going to, yeah, we're going to go through this. This one is going to be a hard one to guess. So um, we'll do this. This is a vanity pouch. So it's like a makeup case thing. It's like a zippy pouch. The pouch is pink, has a gold zipper, and like a picture of this character on it. Um, this character seems to be like very popular in Japan. I'm not really sure. There's like a thousand things with this character on it. I don't know why. Introducing a cute vanity pouch, a pouch with a mature impression using a metallic glossy leather like fabric and decorating the zipper with a slightly pinkish pearl. The die cut handle with characters adds a sense of fun. The main space is spacious and simple. Equipped with pockets, convenience is also perfect. So, yes, it's a bag. Um, Hat box ghost? Yeah, it's a pink pink bag with a hat box ghost on it. Nailed it. Nailed it. (laughs) So, what else can I tell you that's not listed here? Who else? Aurora? 
It is not Aurora. You're, Lotso Bear? So you're never going to guess this. It's lo- not Lotso Bell Bear. Um, the zippers have like little pearls on them. This is branded like everybody knows this character. It's like Disney character name, and it has a picture of the character. But uh, let's see. What can I tell you? I think this Daisy. is a character from Alice in Wonderland. Oh. Let me get a look at it. The Hold Flamingo? On. The Flamingo Club? Uh, it is not the Flamingo. The Oyster? Um, it is the Oyster. Melissa Shut up. It. This oh, is nice. the... <laughs> Disney baby oyster. Wow. Vanity pouch. (laughs) Um, So here's the. Oh, you can't see it. Anyway, here's the. Oh, my gosh. Hold on. My screen. I'll text it to you or whatever. But it's a pink bag and it has a picture of this little baby oyster. And it's branded like Disney Baby Oyster is written on it. Like it's Spider-Man or something. Like <laughs> Mickey Mouse Baby Oyster. I, and then the handle is like cutouts of the baby oyster. Like like a bunch of baby oysters like running around. Up until when I found this, I had not thought about the baby oyster as a character ever. <laughs> wow. You know, it's funny. Whenever I see things from other disney parks like merchandise Mm -hmm. it's kind of eye-opening to see how much more open parks around the world are to having merchandise that's more niche and you know they they bring in these deep cuts right whereas here we tend to get the exact same piece of merch with a different color variation yes Mm -hmm. you know as soon as Melissa said baby clam and you said yes, after you showed it to us, not what I envisioned. I envisioned one of those like mirrors that has like the makeup on it, like that closes, oh, yeah. like literally uh-huh. a clamshell. Like I thought it was literally yeah, yeah, yeah. like a little clam. Interesting. Yeah, this is yeah, very interesting. Um so yeah, that was the end of the Shop Disney game international, as I was calling it. Um, so we'll, we'll do these every once in a while. I think it's, uh, they're fun. It's fun. I've already, I was, I was, uh, scrolling on my phone and I already found a couple more just on the American Disney store page. I already got a couple going for the next one. There's just always, there's always something weird. There's yeah. a, Okay, I no, I'm not gonna do it. I'm gonna save it because this one's save too it, good save to it, use save right it. now. Yeah. It this save one's it. very silly. I like that one. Anyway, yeah, we'll save it. Uh, we'll move on to uh, I don't know what are we moving on to. Let's be done in the shop. Uh, I'll tell you something. Shop silly. Disney oh, game. We need a music. Yeah, Just record that and then. Okay, that'll be it. I'll come up with something. It'll just shop Disney game. It's almost like the Price is Right theme song. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you want to hear something silly? Did you yeah. know that the hills are alive inside of Rise of the Resistance? Are they? Do tell. <laughs> are they? Are so, they? Are, are, is the, are, uh, I mean, I guess like the First Order is kind of like the Nazis. Is that like where... Are, am I in the right vein the here? Direction? So... There was a video. We know that Rise of the Resistance is prone to, you know, 
having incidents where they have to shut down the attraction or where things are just functioning the way that they should, uh, as Dan Pavenmeyer, you know, showed mm-hmm. us recently. Uh, but this one caught my attention because Kylo Ren. You know, sometimes yeah. the animatronic is there, sometimes the animatronic is not there. But the really interesting thing is that apparently Kylo Ren loves to dance. <laughs> and somebody posted a video of the animatronic essentially spinning and they posted it to the music uh, from the sound, uh, sound of Music. And so it was just spinning and the hills are alive with the sound of music. And Kylo Ren was just spinning and spinning and spinning. <laughs> I listen at two o'clock in the morning. Things like that are super hilarious. You mm-hmm. could, it doesn't oh, matter yes. if you're tired. You will start laughing out loud. Uh, I'm going to see if I can post a video uh, on Discord I have to find it again. I normally I bookmark these so I can either send them to you, but uh, this was one of those videos where I was like half asleep and half awake and just scrolling, and I found it, but it made me laugh, so I had to mention it because the hills are alive inside of Rise of the Resistance. <laughs> His cape swinging around and everything—it's very funny. I, I love it. Love I hope it, it gets remixed. <laughs> oh, that'd be so good. Right. Uh, you know, actually, now that we're talking about Galaxy's Edge, uh, Mel, do you want to announce the latest addition to Galaxy's Edge? Yeah, we are getting drumroll. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. I'm not good at drum. Ahsoka is coming to Galaxy's Edge. And this Yay. is actually going to debut. This is actually going to start today. Yeah. Today. today. As of today, the 23rd. Woot. Woot. Mm-hmm. Today, tonight. And the, the first look that we got, um, she looks really, really cool. I'm bummed. I do not have a pass because she would be awesome to like meet. I hope people start like taking pictures. Please tag us because we want to see. You know, that'd be cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or is she going to have a lightsaber out or she's going to be walking around? I was reading somebody talking about somebody, I think it was a comment or something, about how they they were, um, they had mixed feelings about the characters walking around Galaxy's Edge. They're like, it's really great that, you know, they're walking around and you get like these very cool interactions and stuff, you know, the on missions and stuff. But sometimes you just want to like get a picture with a character. Mm-hmm. And like if you want to get a picture with a Mandalorian, it's like you kind of just have to walk and like also take a kind of selfie with him if you want or like a, like these characters. So it's like this ki- this person was like, I man, I wish I could do both. Like if they had both or like they had like them walk around and then they would stop in front of this thing for 10 minutes and have a photo pass photographer and take photos like the best of both worlds or something but uh i'm excited for ahsoka it's it's very cool to like see them kind of do the same thing that they were doing with avengers campus and adding adding new characters you know it just forget about the timeline of galaxy's edge i think they've kind of given up a little bit on the timeline which is cool i was gonna say to comment on like how to take that picture take video because you could take pictures within video problem solved you're welcome world 
Some of the harder pictures to get, that's the one tip I give, especially like for kids when they're like toddlers and stuff, just toddling around. Don't mm-hmm. try to take a picture because half the time you're no. not going to be able to take it. Take a video and then screenshot the video of the like the shot that you want. That's going to be exactly. your easiest way because you're getting a 4K video. It takes, you know, yeah. you can get a really great screenshot that turns into a picture. But uh, yeah, great tip. Great tip. You know, the timeline for Galaxy's Edge, in a way, it's it's kind of great, right? That they're forgetting about it because this is kind of what a lot of people wanted to begin with. They wanted just yes. characters that they enjoy walking around. This, I guess, leaves it open for other characters, right? Because Anakin was, like, Ahsoka was Anakin's Padawan, right? Mm-hmm. And then... Mm-hmm. I, I want to say that Sabine, who we talked about it from the Disney Infinity character earlier, Sabine was Ahsoka's Padawan. So it's two yeah. popular characters there that they could tie in to bring in Ahsoka, you know, to Galaxy's Edge. So, I mean, I, I guess we're in Clone Wars timeline right now or shortly after Clone Wars at Galaxy's well, I Edge. I just mean that anything doing? can be anything. <laughs> well, no, because we have... Yeah, I mean, because there is also Ray and Chewbacca. That is true. Oh, right, right. You oh, know what? But, it, yeah. I was going to say, let's think of it as like, um, not the TVA, but like a solid yes, multiverse where everyone just gets to hang out. Time travel. Yes. Yeah. Also, and maybe it. then Han Solo can be there. That'd be cool. <laughs> Go in the cantina and get a Greedo, get Jabba the Hut. They should get Jabba the Hut. That would be cool. That would Slithering be around fun. or something or on a big barge. <laughs> People carrying him around. Yeah, like like the twins or whatever in yeah. the Yeah. In the, yeah. Mini parade, just a big old Jabba the Hut. And, yeah. and then we can bring tactical Chewbacca. And tactical oh. Chewbacca. Yeah. We got it. We got I it. We'll just do a little parade. It. They should just do a parade in Galaxy's Edge and just have all the characters. Like, there's Han Solo, and here's uh, Chewbacca's wife and his son, Lumpy. Um, and who else could be there? Um, what a name. Lumpy, yeah. Uh, and his dad, Babu Frick, can be there. Um, how about some some uh, clone, uh, or not clone, the, what are those uh, Roger Roger guys? Get some of those guys. I the... can imagine Mel's reaction. You know how they're making the Judy hops where she's just like walking around. They she's have like roller skates yeah. and falls around. Down. Yeah. I can imagine Mel's reaction if a tiny Babu Frick just ran across from one building to another or like yep. popped up in windows here and there. I, I swear it like I <laughs> would pay money to see that reaction. This is what needs to happen with Babu Frick. They got that freaking data pad, you know, where you can like, you know, go do missions and stuff. And one of them, like a little slider thing opens. and There's like eyes and it's like whatever happens. Mm. You just need to be able to do the data pad and like you do a thing and a door opens. There's like Babu Frick and he's like working on things like yeah. ah, whatever Babu Frick does. I don't know. He speaks a Babu Frick language, uh, you know, just something like that where it's like. Something that can be like a small interaction because it's going to be hard to like have. It's like like Grogu where he's so small, you can't have him walking around in like appropriate size. But if you can like 
have a little hatch open and you see him in there like you're sneaking on me. He's like, I ah, get out of here, you know, close my door. You're letting all the hot air in like, <laughs> like my grandpa when I opened the front door. But Andrew, Grogu was jumping around from pole to pole in the Mandalorian series. Why can yeah, they but... not do that at Galaxy's Edge? Because uh, magnets. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> That's a better answer than I was expecting. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm sure that people take that have as seen the will. Mandalorian and they're thinking like, I've seen him jumping around. What are you talking about? Um, CG. Uh, he's a, he's a little tired boy. Grogu yeah. is. Remember how he was he sleeping just... with the butterflies? Yeah, he's so sleepy. He's got to go around and in Mando's satchel that he always, you know how Mando always carries around in a satchel and not always. in his little, always, not in his little yeah. floaty baby carriage. He's always in a bag. He's like, you know, he's like the, like your dog. When you take him to a restaurant, like you put him in a bag. Yep. It's yep. that's how it is. <laughs> always funny. in the whole series. Well, Ahsoka's coming to galaxy's edge and Coming to Walt Disney World? Is Ahsoka coming to Walt Disney World, or are we just getting her here? Nope, uh, just Disneyland. I don't Disneyland. think so. Just Disneyland. Okay. Ahsoka yep. kind of so... sounds like like a name of a super soaker. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess, uh, has there been any complaining that Ahsoka's not coming to Walt Disney World? Probably. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, hey, uh, uh, I don't want to like, you know, I don't care. I'll uh, uh, ostracize the Walt Disney World people. Walt Disney World people sure are whiny about stuff. Uh, sorry, Walt Di- not all Walt Disney World people, but the Walt Disney World people on the internet go like, yes. why can't I have the Ahsoka? Why can't I have the Mandalorian? I can't. I just want, why can't we have good churros like the one at Disneyland? <laughs> but you have the Hatbox Ghost coming. Yeah, but it's not enough. We don't get we don't get nothing at Walt Disney World. We have a Tron roller coaster, but we don't get nothing. That's what that's how I that's hear all true. the internet people. We Yeah. It's like George Lopez. I don't get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean look, I, I think as Disneyland people I think we feel the same, right? Because who wouldn't want a Tron roller coaster here? Yeah, uh, you know, they right. obviously have the space to do things that we're unable to do. Galaxy's yeah, shut up! Edge you got a Tron roller coaster. Definitely something that was unheard of being added here because it broke the structure of the park as Walt had envisioned it. Right? It just kind of added this like weird corner segment to it, but mm. it's not common. Like we don't have the space for stuff like that. So. I, I hate to say it like this, but our consolation prize is kind of these walk, you know, walking characters, these like meet and greets and stuff like that, because we don't get some of the larger items. So I get it. When the Hatbox Ghost got announced, it took me some time, but I came to terms with it. And I thought, you know what? Well, maybe we'll get something cool. Maybe we'll, you know, we talked about it in the Haunted Mansion episode a couple weeks ago about the our favorite scenes. You know, maybe they could redo the loading area to include a library or the Escher room. No, instead they send us a hurricane. Come on, man. Like, we're sending you some good (laughs) stuff here. You got to reciprocate. I still think Figment 2024. 
right? Dreamfinder and Figment. Like, you want Ahsoka? Send us Dreamfinder and Figment. I think it's an even trade. Yeah, we'll even take Orange Bird for free. Oh, yeah, Orange Bird. <laughs> orange Bird would be great at DCA, I'm telling you. It just, the Orange State, come on. Orange Bird Ride. The Orange Bird Ride. Bring back I the, I like the Orange Stinger, but the it's orange the Orange stinger. Bird. There you go. Instead of bee butts, they have orange bird butts, I guess, on the swings. Remember that? The orange stinger where they had bee butts on the swings? That was a thing. What do bees and oranges have to do with each other? I don't know. California. That's the answer. There you go. The answer is California. Yes. There are bees in California and there are oranges in California. The answer is they already had those swing seats ready to go and they didn't have. Yes, those are surplus from somewhere else. (laughs) Uh, All right, let's move on. Uh, Oh, hey, I know I said last week that we were going to talk about Lorcana this week. Uh, I was unable to get any Lorcana decks. I. I, I want to start wrapping up this episode soon. We still have great moments with Mr. Lincoln, and there's something else that I want to get to before we wrap up. Oh, so, I'm a Lincoln now. Uh, I oh, <laughs> saw great moments with Mr. <laughs> Andrew. Horse uh, so get, get to great moments, uh, but there's something else I want to talk about as well. On. So well, I'm going to save Lorcana for next week, and I'm going to tell you the story. Uh, I've learned a little bit about the game, but oh man, it is a thing that is happening with Lorcana right now. Uh, just trying to get your hands on it and everything. So we'll talk I about it some see. more. We've had uh, so we've had some brief conversations on Discord about it, but now that I have I've had an opportunity to learn a little bit about the game, I'll, I'll talk about it at least what I've learned. But uh, we'll talk about it in the next episode so we can start wrapping this one up. So. Uh, what I want to get to before great moments is uh, not Disney related. It is just video game related in general. And it is the news that Charles Martinet is stepping down from the role of Mario. And it's not just Mario. It's actually Mario and Luigi and Waluigi and Wario. Uh, he voices all of the Arios. <laughs> He's stepping down. Doctor you know, Mario, Paper Mario, all of the Arios, yes. Fire Mario, Gold Mario, Metal Mario. No. I'm just keep guessing. Uh, there's got to be I don't know, Leaf Mario. Like, there's like 200 Arios. Uh, Rosario Dawson. <laughs> yes. Uh, yes. Uh, I can't think of any other Arios. <laughs> keep thinking. <laughs> So I saw this video that just... Uh, Mario Lopez. Oh, him too. A.C. Slater. Okay. Yes. Yes. He is one of the Arios. Yeah. Uh, so I saw this video where I don't remember the TikToker's name. It was something random. It wasn't even like their their name specifically. But they wrote this like little song where... They sang as the different characters, like Mario, Luigi, Waluigi, and Wario, but they mashed it up with Remember Me. So he sang, you know what, let me play it, and then we'll talk about it. So here we go. Here's the mashup. Wahoo, remember me. Though I have to say goodbye, remember me. Don't let it make you cry. 
For even if I'm far away, I hold you in my heart. I sing a secret song for you each night when we're apart. Remember me. Though I have to travel far, remember me. <laughs> each time you hear a sad guitar, and know that I'm with you, the only one that I can be. Until you're in my arms again. It's me. Thank you, Charles. So I listened to that and like right in the feels, right? Mm -hmm. We've been fans of Mario since we were wee lads and lasses playing on that old gray box. And, you know, it's a legacy for somebody to carry on with those characters for so long. They're iconic, right? Mario alone is super iconic, but uh, you know, Chris Pratt took over the role of Mario in the Mario movie, and there's no word that Chris Pratt is going to come back and he's going to voice the video games or anything like that. I don't think he wants to do any, no. anything like that. I'm sure that they're going to find another replacement. Uh, this guy, obviously yeah. a candidate. He, I think he does well. But I, I was thinking back on the Mario movie, and it's it's even more touching that... Charles Martinet plays Mario and Luigi's dad in the film. Yeah. And he says in the movie, there's this touching moment when things go down and he's like, these are my boys. And then yeah. like, I, I like, I thought I looped it together and it just like full circle. I'm like, Oh my God. Oh my God. As Mel would say, someone's cutting onions in here. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Th- I th- 30 years crazy yeah (laughs) i mean obviously there's a lot of really talented voice actors you know uh and there's voice actors that have so many voices that have so much more dialogue yet even though the characters like mario and luigi like they didn't have super big roles like speaking wise they did have little catchphrases and stuff like that but they're just all so quotable, you know, mm-hmm. they're just so quotable. So that's why something like this, I think for me is impressive because you take the essence of the character and you can apply it to pretty much anything. And for me, I mean, I, I'm interested to hear how you feel about this, Andrew, because uh, any voice actor, any impressionist, you know, for me to be able to, do the voice of a character but apply it to something that we already know like in this case he's saying remember me and we clearly know what that song sounds like in Coco to me this is talent right for you to take another voice and to apply it and to give the inflections of that specific character and change it up completely you know what I mean yeah I mean that's you know I do I make you know, so little commercials where I do some of the impressions that I can muster up every once in a while. And that is definitely the hardest part is like, it's one thing to be able to 
parrot something that you can you know the exact phrasing of like i can you know do you know you can do the ghost host and you know the inflection that makes it sound right or you can do you know whatever like a, a, a character that you know um where it's like you know you can say a line that is quotable because you can practice that because you know exactly what it sounds like but if it's something new that this character you know you can't find a clip of of Roger Rabbit saying like buy Pepsi okay it's my favorite soda and if you don't know how to practice those like all the different ways that that a character might say something um then yeah it's it's hard it's you know i i i've struggled you know trying to make these the silly commercials that i do and i'm like okay how would the guy from big thunder mountain railroad that he only says hold on to your hats and glasses because this here's the wildest ride in the Mm -hmm. wilderness how would he talk about a can of chili like it's 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 something that you don't think about until you're trying to do something weird so yeah it's it's not an easy thing to do especially with mario like who has like what eight lines it's not like mario and luigi in the games are like Hey Luigi, what's going on? Like, let's go and eat some mushrooms and do this and all this stuff. It's not like big story plots. It's just kind of like, okay, let's go, and then you go yep. and you play the Mario game. Yeah. And he says wahoo, and that's about it. So yeah, what you know, all the peripheral Mario content. So you know, you had you had like the original Mario Brothers movie. Mm-hmm. You had the cartoon. And, you know, now there's this Mario movie and they're all different Marios. Like they're all a different person. Like Bob Hoskins was Mario in that live action one. And then there was the Super Mario Brothers TV show, Mm -hmm. too. And they're all just like a different kind of, you know, some of the Mario's like, hey, it's me, Mario. All right. (laughs) So we come over here and we're going to go and we're going to clean your toilet. okay? we're going to play it up. We're going to get it all plumbed up because we have plumbers. And that's not the Mario. Captain Lou, right? Yeah. That's from the TV show. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Charles Martinet is the Mario voice that you think of when you think of Mario. Like, at least when I think of Mario, you don't think of. Chris Pratt as Mario. You don't think of Bob Hoskins as Mario. You don't think of any of these other people as Mario. You think of video game Mario, Charles Martinet Mario. So it's, 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 you know, akin to Mickey Mouse. It's akin to, you know, all these other Bugs Bunny. Like there, there's so many, you know, characters that are like there's there. I'm sure there's characters out there that you could hear the voice and be like, I don't know whose voice that is until it's attached with a, a character, mm-hmm. like an image. But Mario's one of those that you you can get it right off the bat. It's like Mickey Mouse. It's like Don, it's like, you know, Bugs Bunny. It's like there's there's just something about it that is just immediately recognizable. Yeah. Do you have uh, for both of you, do you have a favorite Mario game or like top two or three Mario games? I have two. Well, I'll say three. You go ahead, Melissa, because I'm I'm not super well versed in Mario. Sure. Do we just want to do like one and then go around, or do you want me to do all three? Because yeah, I don't. Let's just do all three. Okie dokie. Okie dokie. Um. So my three that I would say that are my favorite because these three are like two would be like okay, I could see why I would like them so much and stuff. The first obvious one is going to be Super Mario 64. Yeah. That one is like 
the one game that like changed a lot for Nintendo and just the way that it was 3D like it was fun I could care less if I was stuck somewhere I had fun <laughs> you know some games you get frustrated and you're like eh, I'll, I'll just pass whatever but you end up learning how to get through it and then you you get through it the second one I really liked is Mario Paint and oh, right. this Mario one Paint. Yeah, I liked the music, but I loved having to draw in color. And the fact that it was Mario, it was like, it was so, so cool. That one, I remember, like, I had that one for a little while. I don't remember what happened, but it was such a cool game. Yeah. The third one is, um, well, it doesn't feature Mario, but it's Luigi's Mansion. Oh, that's and such a that fun game. And that one was like... Yeah, such a fun. I'm game. like, this is cool. You give me like all the creepy, all the fun stuff, all the ghosts, all the things like that. Things that are not typically the happy Mushroom Kingdom, and the storyline was cute. It was really fun. Um, you know, of course, I wanted to say the 1985 version, but I didn't get to play it because I wasn't old enough. <laughs> hmm. Wasn't, but. I would say those three are totally like the top for different reasons. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, do you want to go next or do you want me to jump in? Sure. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, Super Mario 64 is the first Mario game I ever played um, on Nintendo 64. Um, I was not very good at it. I had a lot of fun, (laughs) though, playing, trying to, you know, jump through all the paintings and what have you. Um, other than that, uh, also Mario Kart 64 was another, I've only played three Mario games as of what I can remember. So, uh, I will list the three Mario Kart 64 is one also very good. good and then game. the third one is a very good game. And the other one is Mario Kart. Uh, what is it called? Mario Kart world tour, which is a phone app. Oh, okay. Um, but I played that for, I don't know. I haven't played it in a long time, but I played it. I got frustrated with it because it was like, it's it's like any mobile game where like you have to collect things and do all this stuff, and if you don't play it every day, then you end up losing, you know, out on stuff. But um, yeah, it was I I was very addicted to uh, Mario Kart World Tour, the phone app. But uh, yeah, I mean, I have I, I was bought uh, when we got the Switch. I, we we got Luigi's Mansion whatever version with it and also mario kart 8 or infinity or whatever it is uh yeah mario Mario kart Kart 8 8. is i mean it was ported to the switch okay but yeah that's well we have the like you know disky thing for it whatever for the switch whatever mario kart is on the switch we have that as well so uh, i play i think i might have played that a little bit but i haven't played luigi's mansion yet on the switch um, but yeah, I, I, I like Mario as a character. The games were fun. I also remember, I guess here's another Mario I've played. I remember when I was a child, an older child, but a child nonetheless, uh, at one point McDonald's installed, uh, game cubes in their, in some mm-hmm. of their play mm-hmm. centers and they had Mario, I don't know where Mario had a water sunshine. Backpack. I don't know. Yeah. That's so I would play if I was brought to McDonald's, I would go to uh, play Mario Sunshine on the Nintendo 64 at McDonald's. Yeah. That's the other that Mario I played. Oh man. Those are my cool. Marios. That's cool. That's a great list. 
Um, so this question actually came up uh, because one of my kids asked me this question. Uh, he, we were having a conversation, and Charles Martinet came up, and uh, he asked, you know, what, what's your favorite Mario game? And honestly, I didn't know how to answer because it's, I feel like for every system, there is an iconic Mario game. Right. And even when it's uh-huh. a little bit of a rehash of something that already existed, there's always something about the games that kind of like one upped the last system or the last game yeah. or like the, the music is iconic. Like I like on the Game Boy, one of my favorite games was Super Mario Land because I just love the little the music from that game. Like I find myself constantly whistling the music to uh, Super Mario Land. I don't think I can select like my favorite favorite because there there are so many iconic games, right? There's the, mm-hmm. for so many right. reasons. Yeah. Like, if I have to choose. Uh, I'm going to say I have to agree with Mel. Mario 64 is definitely an iconic game because you're right. It changed the dynamic of everything we know about video games from that old era of video games into what we play now, right? Think of Mario Odyssey or not even Odyssey or Wonder, which is going to be the next Mario game that comes out. The dynamics and the the camera and the way that the worlds were constructed, it all goes back to Mario 64. Even like Sunshine also, like all those dynamics, that was all started with Mario 64. So super iconic. I you know, I have to throw in the original Mario because that's where it started. Like there isn't many people in the world that don't recognize the overworld theme for the original Super Mario Brothers from the Nintendo. Again, super iconic. And even if you've never played the game, you know where the song is from, most likely. Yeah. Right? So I have to throw that in there. Another game that I absolutely loved, Paper Mario. Paper Mario oh, was yeah. so fun. It was such a great game. There's like some of the newer systems have versions of Paper Mario, but that original version was so good. It was just so fun. And then if we're talking about the Wii uh, over uh, Sunshine, Sunshine was on the GameCube, but on the Wii, Galaxy, Super Mario Galaxy was just such a fun game. The dynamic in Galaxy is just so different than anything that had come before it. Um, that it just it stands on its own as well, uh, and then I mean my list can go on and on, right? Because then you okay. know there's 3D World, and you know there's there's so many versions of all these Mario games. I I didn't know I would have so much fun playing Mario Maker, you know, where you build <laughs> your own levels, you know, or play these insane levels that people have come up with that are seemingly impossible to beat. And, of course, you mentioned it, Mel, like Luigi's Mansion. It's just such a fun game. Like, one of the things I'm looking forward to is, you know, this next version of games that comes out. Sadly, Charles Martinet is not involved in Mario Wonder. Uh, It's already been confirmed that he, like Mario and Luigi, will be voiced by somebody else in the next game. But it looks like the one thing that a lot of Mario fans have wanted is finally going to be coming to the game, and that's like online co-op. And I think that's going to be the next 
revolution oh, wow. for Mario games, right? Being able to play these games online with other people. So I, fe- I feel like it's going to be very similar to some of the games we already know. It's like for me, it's going to be very similar to like 3D World. But uh, the dynamic of being able to play with other people, I think, is going to be the real game changer uh, on this one, if that's true. Uh, if that's what's going to be coming to the game. But, ah, so many iconic Mario games. I can go. I totally forgot about Mario Paint. It's such a Mario game. Batali. So, yes, Mario Batali, one of the other Arios. <laughs> My favorite Mario game is that part at the beginning of Mar- Mar- Super Mario 64 where you can pull his you nose on the robots. That's my Boom. Plastic face or the the, re- the rubber face? Yeah, yeah. I was re I was reading about that the other day for some reason, and I guess that was the first test of 3D Mario. Like it was at some like video game convention or technology convention. All they had was just that Mario in the controller, and you could just pinch his face around and stuff. Like that was the first thing, and so they're like, let's put this at the beginning of the game. Yeah, yeah, sold. I will say. The Nintendo 64, one of the most awkward controllers of all time. Ah, that thing was ridiculous. Yeah. Hey, you just need a third hand. Like, it's fine. Oh, is that what I was missing? <laughs> yeah, you're Damn missing it. The third All these hand. years with me, I, man, I struggled. I didn't realize that's what I was missing. <laughs> yeah, easy peasy. All right, that's it. I think it's time to jump into great moments with Mr. Andrew. If you have a favorite Mario game... Let us know what it is or your top three, your top five, whatever you want. But if uh, post it over on Discord, we'd love to hear what your favorite Mario games are. And uh, I will post a video of the Remember Me mashup that we just heard. I th- I just thought it was touching. Plus, especially like in the background, he has the little one up, like little na 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 as he's kind of, I don't know. It it got me, man. I got a little emotional <laughs> thinking about it. Buddha, 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 Buddha. Dum 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 dum. But a little bit of a lot of a bit. That's as much as it's Mario music, you know. But na 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 na. Dun 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 and historical references having to do with the Disney 100 Years of Wonder in our segment uh, known yes. as Great Moments with Mr. Andrew. Ah, That is me. <laughs> the moments are great. The Andrew, not so much. We are here. The years this week are 1989 and 1990. So, uh, we're skipping again, I'll say it every week, we're skipping film and TV uh, in support of the writers and actors strike. So we're going to uh, start with video games for 1989. Releases are DuckTales and Who Framed Roger Rabbit for NES, Uh, Roger Rabbit for the Famicom Disk System. This was released in the U.S. as the Bugs Bunny Crazy Castle, Uh, Mickey Mouse for the Game Boy. Uh, Mickey Mouse Manhau, Mi- another Mickey Mouse game for the Epic handheld LCD, Egg, Mickey Mouse version for Nintendo Game & Watch, Egg, Bid- Big Bad Wolf uh, version for the Nintendo Game & Watch, Oliver & Company for the Amiga, Atari ST, DOS, Epic handheld LCD, 
and Goofy's Railway Express for the Commodore 64. Um, for theme parks in 1989, on March 19th at Disneyland, the Skyway ride shuts itself off after riders in one car vigorously rocked it, which caused 150 people to be stranded for up to five hours while firefighters rescued them with ladders. All attractions in Fantasyland and several in Tomorrowland had to be closed during the rescue. On May 1st, Disney MGM Studios opens to the public. It covers 135 acres. Total construction costs were over $500 million. Advertising and promotion costs for the opening was about $30 million. Entrance prices uh, were $29 for adults and $23 for children, uh, 3 to 9. Attractions opening with the park are the Great Movie Ride, the Backstage Studio Tour, which included the short films The Lottery and Michael and Mickey. Also, the Magic of Disney Animation Tour, the Monsters Sound Show, the New York Street Area, the 50s Primetime Cafe Restaurant, the Studio Catering Company, Superstar Television, the Soundstage Restaurant, Dinosaur Gertie's Ice Cream of Extinction, the Disney Classics Theater, Hollywood and Vine Restaurant, the Backlot Express Restaurant, the Hollywood Brown Derby, the Theater of the Stars, Sig Coenga's One of a Kind Shop, Mickey's of Hollywood, and the Crossroads of the World shop uh and that was it for uh opening day hollywood studios a very barren park uh on the same day pleasure island opens at walt disney world it includes the neon armadillo music saloon mannequins nightclub the adventurers club xzfr rock and roller dome and the comedy warehouse on June 1st, Typhoon Lagoon Water Park opens at Walt Disney World, covering 56 acres. On June 21st, uh, Walt Disney World welcomes its 300 millionth guest, Matt Gleason. On June 26th, the Delta Dream Flight attraction opens in Tomorrowland at Magic Kingdom. It is sponsored by Delta Airlines and replaces If You Could Fly. On July 5th, Tokyo Disneyland welcomes its 70 millionth guest. On July 12th, Star Tours opens in Tomorrowland at Tokyo Disneyland. On July 17th, Splash Mountain opens in Critter Country at Disneyland. After five years of planning, the ride features 103 audio-animatronic characters, some from the former America Sings attraction. This is the longest flume shoot ride in the world. Along with it opens the Brer Bar, which was formerly called the Mile Long Bar. On July 24th, Tony's Town Square Restaurant opens in Town Square at Magic Kingdom. On August 2nd, Michael Eisner announces that Disney plans to double the size of the entertainment area of the MGM Studios Park over three years. The park currently has a maximum guest capacity of 23,000. That currently is, of uh, as of 1989, uh, 23,000. On August 24th, the Ewok Village opens at the entrance to the Star Tours attraction in MGM Studios. August 25th, the grand opening of the Indiana Jones Epic Stunt Spectacular takes place at Disney MGM Studio. On September 1st, Disneyland welcomes its 300 millionth guest, Claudine Masson. On October 6th, a new Disneyland marquee is installed at Disneyland. On October 30th, the film The Making of Me, starring Martin Short, opens in the Wonders of Life Pavilion in Epcot Center. On November 2nd, the Wonders of Life Pavilion officially opens. At Epcot, it features Body Wars, a thrill ride through the human body. The pavilion costs about $900 million to create. It is sponsored by Metropolitan Life. On November 20th, a $10 Disney dollar is added to the theme parks featuring Minnie Mouse. On December 12th, Disneyland raises entrance gate prices by $2 to $25.50 for adults and $20.50 for children. 
On December 15th, Star Tours opens at Disney MGM Studios. Other notable events of 1989. Newsweek Magazine features Mickey Mouse on the cover of its April 3rd issue for an article on the Disney MGM Studios Park at Walt Disney World. Disney and Eastman Kodak announce a 15-year promotional agreement, including Kodak's use of Disney characters in advertisement, sole supplying of film for Disney theme parks and commercial use, etc. It is revealed that Michael Eisner was the highest paid executive for the U.S. in 1988 at over $40 million. Number two is Frank Wells at over $32 million. General Motors begins an advertising campaign for Lumia cars and minivans using Disney characters. Uh, Disney announces that it has adopted a stockholder's right plan to protect the company from being acquired in a hostile takeover. The plan would allow shareholders to buy additional shares at half price, set to take effect if anyone acquires more than 25% or begins a tender offer. Sotheby's Auction House in New York City holds its first contemporary animation auction based on the Disney film Who Framed Roger Rabbit. 600 animation cells uh, from the film are sold. Uh, Ub Iwerks, Les Clark, Mark Davis, Ollie Johnson, Milt Call, Wart Kimball, Eric Larson, John Lounsbury, Wolfgang Reitherman, and Frank Thomas are all named Disney legends. Uh, Michael Eisner and Jim Henson announced that Disney will acquire Henson Associates for $150 million. Jim Henson is to remain as a consultant and produce TV shows and films for Disney. Disney would acquire publishing and licensee rights to all Muppet characters except Sesame Street characters. Uh, Disney company earnings for the fiscal year are $703 million, the fifth straight year of record earnings and seven times the profit Disney had earned before Michael Eisner and Frank Wells joined the company. Revenue from Disney Film Studio for the fiscal year is $1.6 billion. Um, also, Peter Morello of New York sells an animation cell of Clara Cluck and Mickey Mouse from the film Orphan's Benefit to Philip Samuels of St. Louis for $450,000. Uh, birthdays for 1989, February 16th, Elizabeth Olsen, February 21st, Corbin Blue, April 19th, Simu Lu, August 15th, Joe Jonas, October 1st, Brie Larson, October 25th, Mia Wasikowska, uh, November 22nd, uh, Alden Ehrenreich, and December 13th, Hazen, you got this one for me? December 13th, 1989? I got nothing. Birthday? No, the one, the only Taylor Swift born December 13th, 1989. Oh, man, uh, I was I was so out of it right now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I should have known okay. this. Bad Swifty. <laughs> Bad Swifty. Uh, deaths for notable deaths of 1989. Uh, February 10th, Herb Ryman. Uh, uh, April 30th, Guy Williams. July 10th, Mel Blank. And August 6th, uh, Robert Janney. That brings us to 1990. For video games in 1990, uh, releases are Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers uh, for the NES. Also, Adventures in the Magic Kingdom for NES. We have Castle of Illusion for, starring Mickey Mouse for Sega Master System. DuckTales The Quest for Gold for Amiga and Commodore 64. Mickey's 123 The Big Surprise Party for Amiga and DOS. Also, we have Mickey's ABCs, A Day at the Fair for Amiga and DOS. Uh, Donald and Goofy for Epic Handheld LCD. Cinderella for Tiger Handheld LCD. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. I'm just going to list all these. Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Goofy are both for Tiger Handheld. 
Chippendale Rescue Rangers, The Adventures of Nimloo's Castle for DOS, a Dick Tracy for the NES and Game Boy, um, also a Dick Tracy game for the Amiga, Atari ST, Commodore 64, DOS, Amstrad CPC, ZX Spectrum, Amstrad GX4000, um, Disney Animation Studio for the Amiga and Goss, uh, Goss, DOS, and DuckTales for Tiger Handheld LCD. Uh, lots of video games coming out, it yeah. seems, uh, for uh, theme parks in 1990. On January 11th, for the 35th anniversary of Disneyland, the Party Gross Parade debuts with balloons 45 feet tall of Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, Donald Duck, Pluto, and Goofy. On January 12th, Michael Eisner announces Disney's most ambitious expansion of Disneyland over the next 10 years to expand the park by 20%. On January 13th, the Walt Disney World Swan Hotel opens. On January 15th, Michael Eisner announces plans to expand the Walt Disney World theme parks and to add a fourth park uh, during the 1990s. Epcot Center is to add a pavilion from the Soviet Union, and 16 new attractions are planned for the Disney MGM Studios Park. On March 8th, Tokyo Disneyland welcomes its 80 millionth guest. On March 16th, Dick Nunes, president of uh, Walt Disney Attractions, announces that Disney will develop 4,400 acres in Osceola, Florida with a shopping mall, industrial space, and homes over the next 25 years. On April 7th, the Cage Nightclub opens in Pleasure Island at Walt Disney World. Former name was Videopolis East. On May 21st, the stage show Dick Tracy, starring in Diamond Double Cross, begins performances at MGM Studios. On May 25th, Here Comes the Muppets musical review show debuts at MGM Studios. On May 26th, Mickey's Starland opens in Magic Kingdom. On June 15th, Dick Tracy, starring in Diamond Double Cross, begins performances in Videopolis at Disneyland. On July 1st, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles begin appearing at Disney MGM Studios. In July, the Chef Mickey's restaurant opens at the Disney Village Marketplace of Walt Disney World. The former name was The Village Restaurant. On July 31st, Disney announces plans for a proposed 350-acre ocean-themed park and resort in Long Beach, California. It is a $2 billion project called Port Disney. It would include five hotels, shopping areas, restaurants, and a cruise ship terminal. In August, installation begins on Videopolis, Pirates of the Caribbean, and Big Thunder Mountain attractions at the Disney theme park in Paris. On October 1st, Tokyo Disneyland welcomed its 90 millionth guest. In October, Jack Lindquist is named president of Disneyland. On November 5th, Disney's Yacht Club Resort opens in Walt Disney World. On November 18th, Party Grass Parade makes its last run at Disneyland. November 19th, Disney's Beach Club Resort opens at Walt Disney World. On December 17th, the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids Adventure Zone attractions opens at, the, at Disney MGM Studios. And on December 31st, Dick Tracy starring in Diamond Double Cross at Videopolis in Disneyland gives its last performance. Other notable events of 1990. Hollywood Records begins operation. Coca-Cola and Disney signed a 15-year marketing agreement. Coca-Cola products will be used exclusively in all theme parks, and Coca-Cola will use certain Disney characters in its advertising. A Disney store opens in Montclair, California. It includes Disney's first Mickey's Kitchen fast food restaurant. 25,000 people pass through on opening day. The Walt Disney Company introduces the phrase environmentality to cast members and employees and identifies Jiminy Cricket as the mascot and official conscience to represent the initiative. Disney Company year-end revenue, $5.8 billion, a record amount for Disney. Earnings for the fiscal year are $824 million. 
uh, Roger Brokey, Joe Fowler, John Hench, Richard Irvine, Herb Ryman, and Robert and Richard Sherman are named Disney legends. And Michael Eisner tells stockholders in his annual letter that 1990 was the launch of what would be the Disney decade. Uh, birthdays for 1990, January 13th, Liam Hemsworth, April 9th, Kristen Stewart, April 15th, Emma Watson, August 15th, Jennifer Lawrence, and November 24th, Sarah Hyland. And notable deaths of 1990, May 16th, Jim Henson, and November 23rd, Raul Dahl. So that is it for the years 1989 and 1990 uh, with me uh, and great moments. How do I say this? I don't know. Great I can't moments do with, with me, Mr. Andrew. Lincoln Drew. Lincoln Drew. I'm going to put a top hat on. <laughs> so that's the end of this segment with me, Mr. Andrew, I guess. I don't know. It's over. We're not talking about 1989 and 1990 anymore. 1989. 1989 Taylor's version is coming out since you brought up her birthday. Yeah, you didn't even know that. That's when she was born. I know. I'm, uh, How dare I was you? in the middle of something else. I figured... You know, <laughs> I could just try to multitask for a second. You caught me off guard. I'm gonna. I'm just being <laughs> honest. I'm just being honest. That's here. okay. Everybody does it. <laughs> All right, that's it. That is gonna wrap it up. Uh, again, we'd love to hear your favorite Mario games. Join us over on Discord if you haven't joined the community. Super simple. Head on over to podcasters.com/slash/links. There you will find a list of some of the most common links that people ask us about. A uh, link to our latest episode, a link to the Quizneyland playlist, links to our fundraising efforts, uh, like the Team Boat Willy Pin is available on there. Links to our YouTube channel, links to Larry's YouTube channel, Goofy Guys Adventures, and a link, of course, to Discord and the FGP Squad as well. So super quick reference for all of the most uh, common links that we are asked about. And that's it. Anything else before we wrap up today? There will be a new Quizneyland this week as well. Yay! Hooray! All right. That's it. Until next time, keep dreaming, keep moving forward, and always remember to pass on the magic. Have a fantastic week, everyone. Bye. See ya. Part of the Podcateers Network.